Welcome to the first bonus episode for the summer. Now I know in our last episode I said that we were only having two, one in June and one in July. However, due to recent events involving the Black Lives Matter movement, I figured it would be a great idea in order to start this episode talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and the protest that will be taking Monday here in Pittsburgh, Kansas. This is 10 Minute Talks and I'm your host Lane Pfeiffer. In case you're not familiar with the show, here on 10 Minute Talks we discuss any and all topics that affect both the people and the world around them. Most episodes will bring on a guest star to join on the conversation that is either affected by, knowledgeable of, or against the topic at hand. So now that you know what our little show is about, sit back, grab your favorite snack or drink if you will, and enjoy the ride, because it's about to get interesting. As I'm sure most of you are aware by now, the Black Lives Matter movement has become so monumental that protests, riots, and marches are taking place everywhere in the United States, and even in some other countries as well. While the movement has been going on for years, it didn't become this immensely supported until George Floyd, an African-American man, was killed by a white police officer on May 25th. However, not all protests happened peaceful. After the officer kneeled on his neck for 8 minutes and 46 seconds while he cried out for his mother, water, and said the words, I can't breathe, multiple times. To the family and friends of George Floyd, here on Time Talks, we want you to know that we are sorry for your loss and that we are keeping you in our thoughts. Now, of course, with that being said, I believe that it's easy to say that there are plenty of reasons to begin protesting. In the past weeks, hundreds of thousands of Americans have peacefully stood together to spread awareness and to give a voice to any and all that this affects. Trump has instructed that all police force use tear gas rubber bullets towards civilians in order to stop the protest. Not to mention innocent local businesses have been robbed, broken into, and burned down. This of course is a very messy time for everyone involved. Innocent citizens are being attacked despite how peaceful they may be protesting. In fact, a police officer attacked a third trimester pregnant woman who was protesting so brutally that she had a miscarriage. A woman was shot in the eye with a rubber bullet and has now lost her eyesight. Police tear gas a sleeping homeless man for no reason. In fact, children are being tear gassed themselves. This is becoming a bigger problem now more than we even realize, and while I am aware that not all cops are responsible for this and that not all civilians are being peaceful, I believe that in order to make peace, we have to use our voice and sometimes not be peaceful ourselves. However, there have been reports of police working and siding with the protesters in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Several weeks ago, we covered the death of Ahmaud Arbery. In fact, all 50 states, along with 18 countries, have participated in the Black Lives Matter movement as of this week and has now become the biggest civil rights movement in the world history. However, this movement has become so much more than about Aubrey and Floyd's death. It's about every other innocent person of color that has had the gift of life taken away from them. Tamar Rice, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Eric Gardner, Sandra Blonde, Charles Kinsley, Sean Reed, Breonna Taylor, and Tony McDad, along with hundreds, thousands of others. As someone that is not a person of color, I can honestly say that I will never be able to understand what a majority of you are going through at this moment. However, I want all of you listening to know that I hear you, I stand with you, and I will do anything and everything I can to make sure you're all heard. As a journalist, I believe that it is my duty to give a voice to others. After all, this is an important topic, and if you or someone you know wants to speak up or stand up for what they believe in, there will be a protest in Pittsburgh, Kansas on Monday, June 8th at 2 p.m. at Immigrant Park. So with that being said, allow me to introduce my friend Onyx Estes, who plans to go to the protest on Monday. Hi Onyx, thanks for coming on to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Thank you for asking. I'm doing really swell. I'm glad to hear that you're doing great. So do you want to get this started? Um, yeah. Awesome. Alright, so to begin with, how does the Black Lives Matter movement mean to you? Well, for me, honestly, the Black Lives Matter the Black Lives Matter movement it means a lot. I mean, it's like when I think about it, my generation is the generation that's going to have to represent America for the next couple of decades. And we're we're not building a future for the old 
older people, like, sadly, but we're building it for us and the generation ahead of us. Right. And I feel like, and I feel like the fact that there's still, like, injustice and that people are still being discriminated against just because they are black is mind-boggling, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and I, I just, because when I grew up, my mom, you know, she had to give me the rundown of if I went out with friends or if I went on a walk or anything, and I just, I really don't want to have to tell my kids that they, just because they are a different skin color, they will always be at a disadvantage in life that they cannot surpass by any means, you right. know, it's just will always be at the disadvantage because of the color of your skin. And for me, I feel like the Black Lives Matter movement is a big step in the right direction for us and our future generations. And I feel like it will be so fulfilling when there's no more police brutality against one race, you know, black people. And I just feel like it'll be so fulfilling for us for our future, you know, to our ancestors, to all the people we lost, and yeah, that's that's about it. That was beautifully said, and I want to take a moment to actually thank you for coming on to the show and talking about this topic. I know it's um very personal, but of course, I know that you are extremely passionate about it. So thank you once again. No problem. <laughs> all right. So to uh, the next question is, uh, how has the movement affected you? Well, personally, uh, thank God, I haven't really had many run-ins with, like, police brutality or anything or being, you know, pulled over just because the color of my skin, but then again, I don't drive. Right. So, <laughs> um, but for me, when I saw all, like, the George Floyd things that to pop up on, like, the internet and stuff, I was scared. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was very scared because it's, like, another black person killed by a police officer and the officer is just walking away free and alive. And it's scary because I thought, you know, I could literally be next. I would just be walking down the street. They would stop me, kill me and get away with it because of the color of my skin. And so when I look at it, it's like, I was very scared, but then all the protests and things started happening and I was seeing all of these people from different countries and different religions and different races coming together and fighting this all together, you know? And mm-hmm. get that that one video where it was the white people forming a line in front of the black protesters just it just kinda hit me in the heart. <laughs> and I I just hated it when I saw that these peaceful protests were turning into just police brutality all over again, excessive use of force. The police officers were spraying little kids with pepper spray, shooting, you know, 14-year-olds in the head with rubber bullets. Like, that can do permanent damage. Right, exactly. And so I just... I was... I was very glad at first that people were stepping up but then all of these things started happening at the protest and I was like okay this is where I 
you know, say ACAP, because no matter if those police officers take a knee, they're still wearing the uniform that has oppressed me and people of my skin color for years. They can take that off. They can take off their gear and they can come march with us. But just taking a knee isn't doing anything. Right. It's not changing anything. They're still, and then they would take a knee, draw people in clothes, and just shoot them with tear gas. Yeah. So I just, I, I just knew that I wanted to do anything in my power to support this movement fully, and that's when. My Mona told me about the uh, protest on Monday, and I was like, I need to go, you know? Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a great thing that you are comfortable enough to use your voice, and I hope that this is a, a, a good platform to where you can feel like you can do that. Um, but uh, speaking of the protest on Monday, what do you hope happens at that protest? Well, I just hope that we're heard... I hope that people understand that we're not here to hurt anyone. We just want justice for all the lives that we've lost. We just want people to see and hear us and actually listen and actually try to understand where our cry for help is coming from. And I just hope that it stays a peaceful protest. I'm hoping for the best, but I mean, of course, I'm going to prepare for the worst. So, Right. Well, uh, I do plan on coming to the protest, so I do hope to see you when I am there. All right, well, thank you again for coming on to the show. I had an amazing time. No, thank you. Oh, you're super welcome. Well, that's our show. See, I told you, sweet and savory. Feel free to tune back in next week for another episode. As always, stay informed, stay interesting, and be kind to others.